welcome everyone to the third podcast in a series where we're looking at tax automation in the Latin America region. My name is Jim Miyake. I'm a principal in Ryan's Tax Technology Practice based out of London. And I'm joined today by uh, two senior managers in the team, Elena Reese and Alin Butza. So, Elena, do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Elena Reese, a senior manager with Ryan, and I've been implementing indirect taxes uh, across the world for about 15 years now. I'm located in Montana um, and specialize heavily in the Latin America region. Uh, Alan, do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Yes, June. Hey, my name is uh, Alin Buksha, and I'm a senior manager within the Ryan Tax Technology Practice. I've been with Ryan for just over four years, focusing on withholding and indirect tax determination. Okay, so when we talk about tax automation in Latin America, uh, Brazil tends to take all the headlines about the complexity of the tax systems, etc. Right, uh, and I feel that Argentina often gets overlooked. Um, I know it's not a competition about which country has a tax system that's more complex, but um, Argentina's complexity shouldn't be underestimated, right? Um, so why don't we start with you, Elena? What's complex about indirect taxes in Argentina? And how do you think it compares with Brazil and maybe some of the other Latin countries? Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, you know, there's I feel like we always have to take that moment of appreciation for Argentina and Brazil and their ability to be very creative in their taxes and the uh, way they calculate and report them. So just wanted to get that out there. Uh, but specifically for Argentina, the actual calculation itself isn't necessarily that complex. Where we get into um, the difficulties is the with the with the perceptions and how they change on a monthly basis or how they can change on a monthly basis by rate or who's eligible and then maintaining that across your systems, right? So you could have it from your vendors could be calculated it for you or you need to be calculated it for your customers. Um, whereas in Brazil, the, the actual calculation itself is complex. So like I said, from an Argentina perspective, we've got normal VAT, VAT perceptions. They're very similar to other Latin America VAT countries. It's just the amount of perceptions that could be eligible on a company that really makes it complicated, especially for systems. Okay, great. Um, but I mean, I think Argentina, like many of the other Latin countries, you can't separate withholding from IDT, right? Indirect taxes. Um, they go hand in hand. Um, so maybe if I switch to you, Alan, um, you know, why are withholding taxes in Argentina complex? Yeah, absolutely. I think by far Argentina for me is my favorite country just from a withholding tax perspective. And I think it's the the most complex because it has all the complexities of withholding around all countries in the world in one single place. And um, I think one of the most important and complex uh, parts of that is the fact that in Argentina, there's not just one tax for withholding that needs to be applied, but there's 
uh, a large number of regimes that need to be taken into consideration. And that's, again, the complexity around the fact that it's different from one company to another. There are some a number of companies that are just agents for a smaller number of regimes, but others that are agent, uh, agents for a larger number of regimes. On top of that, it's not just where the company is agent for and what regimes they are responsible for, but it also needs to take into consideration the suppliers and their tax status in order to know what to apply from a withholding perspective. And when we say agents, we mean taxpayers that are being nominated to collect these yes. taxes, right? Yes, yes. So the, the company applying withholding may be agent for VAT withholding, but also the supplier that is sending the invoice, they can be also be a, a VAT withholding agent as well. So this is where it kind of gets a bit more complicated what to apply and not to apply different taxes. And what about the, the calculation method for withholding tax? Is that as straightforward as the, the VAT side, like Elena alluded to, or is it a little bit more complex? It's it's pretty complex. It, it is. So I think there's different types of uh, different ways to look at it. And uh there, there's the uh, configuration in SAP, which is much more uh, complex compared to all the other countries because it has um, have taken into consideration different uh, monthly, yearly accumulations, formulas, thresholds. And then in Argentina, these thresholds, like a minimum base, is also exempt, which creates a lot of questions for folks when uh, we have to implement it or provide support around it. So it's definitely very complex. Uh, very diverse. Uh, all all the regimes have different requirements, and uh, yeah, it takes a little bit uh, to kind of digest that requirement when you go in Argentina to to implement it. Every time we go in for the requirements, it's like it's almost like a new shock to the system. Even though it's always there, you know the the scope of it isn't that different from client to client, but it is a shock when we get those. You know, when we have to re remember it again. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, the rate data for vendors and customers, and there's this lovely process or um, information source called the Padron. Um, do you guys want to talk about it? Maybe, Alan, do you want to talk about the Padron? If we think about like purchases, um, Padron, there's the overall the gross income retention, the regional uh, taxes that need to be applied. And the Padron is um, generally applicable in, for example, in Buenos Aires, they have two jurisdictions. One is the capital federal and then the overall Buenos Aires region. So uh, it's very important to know how to differentiate that. Typically it's uh, where um, the supply is happening, but um, on a monthly basis, and as you mentioned, Elaine, as well, is uh, making sure that that information is always updated in the system because those rates for the suppliers in the Padron change from one month to another. And uh, very interesting about not just the Padron, but there are so many other provinces in uh, in Argentina and uh, that don't use the Padron, and it gets even more complicated. Like with the Padron, Knowing where a service is provided is important to be able to apply that rate and making sure that that data is coming from the Padron every month and updating the system. But there's some other provinces like Corrientes 
uh, they don't have Padron, they have the, the convenior, and then you have to know if a vendor is a local vendor or a, or a vendor registered in multiple jurisdictions. And the most interesting part about that is that uh, it doesn't matter where the supply is taking place. If uh, a company in Buenos Aires is, is uh, sending a payment to a supplier in Buenos Aires, if, if that company is registered in, uh, in Corrientes, and the supplier is also registered in Corrientes, but no supply happening over in Corrientes, that tax still needs to be applied. So it, it, it can get really complex in those sort of situations. Right, and that can change, right? So one month it could be applicable, but then another month it can if you're not constantly staying up to date with these. Yeah. Right, yeah. with your vendors and customers. and. Yeah, and these padron lists could be in the millions of lines, right? Because um, it's rates by tax ID number, right? The yep, taxpayer ID. The QIT. QIT, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, so let's just broaden out. So, you know, for our clients that are looking at implementing automation in their systems to handle you know, global indirect and withholding taxes, you know, Argentina may be in scope. So what are the key things that our clients need to think about um, in relation to Argentina specifically? So um, obviously we've talked a lot about vendor information and customer information. So master data is quite key. Um, So what are the, I guess the padrons quite important, but are there any other things that they need to think about? I think one thing that's important is whether they choose to use like a standard SAP solution or an external tax engine, we've never seen an out-of-the-box solution in either of those, right? Standard SAP doesn't have a full solution, neither does a, a tax engine. So regardless, there is going to be some sort of customization to get to the level that they want to get to. And the same for withholding? I think for me, I know we've talked about the data and the governance around the data, but um, on that topic for for withholding, I believe the vendor enrollment process is critical in Argentina. And that's because where where vendors mention what regimes need to be applied. And um, on top of that, having the right translations for the relevant data teams to be able to kind of update systems with the vendor one on data. I think that's the most important part in Argentina withholding. Okay. And then if we sort of look at the sort of standard uh, source to pay process or purchase to pay, are there any key things that they need to be thinking about around that? I think knowing the scenarios of what, what is being paid out, uh, is very important, the taxonomies. Um, and in some situations, like knowing those uh, exceptional scenarios, I've seen some uh, questions around reimburse, how reimbursements are applied. And then, um, so those sometimes are a little bit different for, for both VAT and withholding tax. Uh, so knowing those types of scenarios is, uh, is also very important. Um, what, what needs to be calculated, what needs to be paid out, and what needs to be withheld. Yeah, and I guess if we go back to your point about vendor onboarding, if people don't onboard vendors properly, what will end up happening is quite an extensive manual process, right? 
yeah identifying all the different taxes on the invoice yeah especially our legacy data as well sometimes when we like when we deploy um we go live with a new solution the legacy data creates uh quite a few complexities okay um anything on the order to cash side yeah i think we can kind of repeat you know whatever we need for the vendor we need it for the customer but as a Elena alluded to, you know, knowing the details of are they multilateral or or not, just there's so many factors that we have to have all those differences to get to the right rate in the right province for a single transaction. So um, it really comes down to, you know, I'm just kind of echoing what Elena said, but knowing the transactions, making sure we understand all of our customers what what kind of customer they are and what data do we need to have identified in order to get those calculations correct? Okay. Um, you know, b- between us, we've done a, a number of deployments in uh, Latin America, Brazil, and Argentina, et cetera. But for Argentina specifically, have there been any particular key challenges that we've had to overcome in our previous deployments that you want to talk about? Or key lessons learned? You know, this is kind of globally, really um, getting getting tax in there, getting a knowledgeable consulting firm or your own tax firm that knows what they're doing with a solution based like with the solution. If you come in, if we come in later in the game and we haven't talked about vendor onboarding, right, getting those customer accounts created and it's too far down the road, it's too late sometimes. So getting in earlier in the process, we can help advocate for the right data being in the system. And I guess you'd agree with that, Alan. If I can add, one of the things I noticed is that um, in deployments, sometimes different teams manage VAT separately, withholding separately, and that doesn't really work out very well. They're super connected, and then testing VAT without testing withholding without testing it just doesn't work out how do you calculate that withholding if we're just testing withholding so um having a good view of both those um taxes and then uh, managing them at the same time will definitely be more successful than treating them separately okay so i think maybe a key takeaway for all our listeners is that it's all about the data and getting it right up front getting all the scenarios in place before you uh, undertake this adventure in Argentina. Agreed? Definitely. Definitely. Fully agree. Supply onboarding, data governance, understanding thresholds, formulas, very important. It's like our mantra, data, 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 right? Getting that data in there correctly. All right. Well, thank you both for your insights today. Uh, Thank you for all those listening to this podcast. If you like more information on what's been discussed, please reach uh, reach out to us directly. Uh, The contact details should be available where you picked up this podcast. So thank you for your time and uh, look out for our next uh, in this series of Latin American uh, podcasts. Thank you all.